Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. With Jesus, everybody. Father, we thank you for this moment, man. We are so grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm so full. I'm so uh, happy and blessed to be surrounded by love and expressions of love. I thank you for this moment, Father. I thank you for Live Church. I thank you for your purpose and your will in not just Live Church, but our lives. That gives us a sense of security to know that this is not random and our lives are not random because you know the plans that you have for us. So we thank you for your plans when we don't have any. We thank you for your strategies when we run out. We thank you for your visions and goals when we are void, empty, and even barren. But we thank you that your spirit makes us fruitful. I speak that we be fruitful that we bear fruit in the name of Jesus. That this is the year we bear fruit. This is the year people start to see what we've been knowing. We thank you, God, for your Holy Spirit, which is our personal guide through life. That our mentors, teachers, and fathers who are our physical extensions of the echo of your voice in our life. I just thank you now for your goodness. You are always good. And for that, you are always worthy of our commitment, our focus, our worship, and our praise. Please be glorified in all we do in Jesus' name. Clap your hands and say amen, everybody. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord while you clap it. Just hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I praise you, Jesus. Can we fill this room with the praises of the Lord? What do you say? What do you say? You ain't got to run around. You ain't got to dance, but you got to say something. You don't have to jump and shout, but let everything that has breath. Woo! Praise ye the Lord. Question yourself if you have nothing to say right now. Just say thank you, Jesus. You've been good. Thank you. You've been merciful. Thank you. Hallelujah. We praise you in the name of Jesus. We give you glory. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the name of Jesus. Can we give it up for Deacon K Deacon Kelvin? Uh, his name is Kelvin Leach, y'all. Uh, can we give it up for Kelvin, please? He's the CEO of the church. He's my manager. I put him on the spot to come up here after worship. I said, man, you just do, you, you do that after worship. And he went in revival mode. Had us jumping and shouting. Kelvin, I appreciate you, man. Thank you. And to Shalisa and, and Ladarius. Thank you all so much for your wonderful words. I really, 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 really uh, take it to heart. And Aaron, thank you for standing up here. I appreciate you. And Live Church family, we love you. I love you all so, 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 so very much. Uh, and I appreciate the love. I'm going to get y'all out of here. I'm going to get into the word. And I'm not canceling too many more vacations. I love you all so much. <laughs> but we all make sacrifices and certain things are worthy of that um, so I don't, I, don't, I don't resent doing that um, but I'm just going to have a little more balance in my life, amen uh, okay, it's this, okay okay, thank y'all y'all know we need manpower, right y'all know we need help with the stage, right, do we know that I don't feel like announcing that every week, God bless you appreciate it, uh, follow us online, that's all, bless you God bless you. I got some stuff to talk about today. I hope y'all are excited. I, 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 I changed my, I'm, I'm going to go preach to, I'm going to go talk to some friends and family. That's all. I'm just going to holler at my friends and family. Uh, the, the, the mystical, I'm preaching the word of God. And that's not that it's not sacred, not that it's not holy. Uh, but there's just a, a you know, the, the, the spookiness to it is, is not. If my daughter's... If I talk to Austin, she'll go to Lincoln and be like, yo, 
I was talking to dad. Dad said it. He was da 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 da. I remember my dad said, she'll just be talking and sharing what the father told her. And that's what it's supposed to be in the body of Christ. That's what preaching is supposed to be. What the father told you, not only or just what you've studied. You understand, we study Martin Luther King. I mean, his birthday, we study Martin Luther King this month, but none of us know him. You, you understand what I'm saying? So I don't want to just come up here and study and give you all what I've studied. I want to give you all what he has given me. So that's, and that's what it is. When you're sharing the gospel, with, you know, if, hey, I want you to preach this Sunday. Preach! It's not, it's not that. Just share. If, if the Father has ever spoken to you, share what he said. Amen. Yeah, and take that, take that off of that. Take that off. They didn't have these big old pulpits and all this stuff. Paul was in jail preaching to people. <laughs> I pressed toward the mark. He in jail talking about pressing toward. So it wasn't these, it wasn't this. Take the, take the, take the spookiness off of it. Bring the relationship back. I'm bringing relationship back. Gone with religion. I don't like it. Speaking of going with and putting away things, we're talking about childish things, y'all. We've been talking about grow. I came into the new year like, oh, God is telling us to grow. Live, my word for you is grow. This whole year, grow, 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 grow. Because certain things won't stop. Certain things you just got to grow out of. Somebody going to keep getting on your nerves, guess what? They going to keep getting on your nerves. You're going to have to grow out of it or keep getting your nerves got on. Tim, did you get that? <laughs> so when I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Now the challenge to me in that whole sentence, and I say it all the time, is I put away childish things. I wish, you know, when, uh, when I was a child, I spoke as a child, but when I became a man, childish things fell off. That's what I want to happen. I didn't make my beard grow in. God did that because I'm grown. I'm getting grown. So why don't God just take away childish things too? No. We have to take the initiatives to identify that's now childish and I'm putting it away. What in your life is childish? I feel like running, but I'm going to stand here. What in your thoughts are childish? Let me change it. What in our thoughts? Our childish. What in our behaviors and meditation, what childish things do we entertain in our minds? Childish, meaning you're beyond that now, but you're bringing old seasons into new seasons. Childish, you're beyond that now. You like your, you like your shorts so much. You like, your, you like your bikini that you got in the summer so much that you're wearing it in the winter. You, you're mixing seasons. Now you're cold, but you're just still cute, so you're just still... You want to be that so bad that you'll endure the consequences of still being dressed like that and call it the price of beauty. No, that's not the price of beauty. It's the price of childish. What worked last season that ain't working this season? Instead of focusing on changing everything around you to suit you, Change your suit. <laughs> Uh-oh. That was another good word that I like very, that was a nice, I like that one. I like that. Change your suit. So, I, I want to give you some scripture today. First of all, understand that the childish things you're putting away is, is no longer you. I think that's the main thing you need, we need to get. It's, 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 it's going from old you to new you. To, in order to go to new you, you have to look at old you and say, that's not me anymore. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? And that's a challenge right there. That's a challenge. And it's almost worse for somebody else to tell you, like, stop doing this. Because oh, you, you need time to process, whoa, that ain't me no more. You need time to process. That was everything to me last season, but it's almost nothing in this one. I'm making this something still, and it's nothing. So, so, so you have to realize that it's no longer you. It's no longer you anymore. And, 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 you, and let, me, let me just talk about this. 
Think of it this way. Uh, Galatians 4, verses 1 through 2, 2 and 3. I'm acting like y'all turning your Bibles. That's why I walked back here, but I forgot. This ain't an old school church. We ain't got no screens. But if you got your phones or devices, Galatians chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. I'm reading from the NLT, the New Living Translation version of the Bible. It says this, y'all. It says, think of it this way. If a father dies and leaves an inheritance for his young children, those children are not much better off than slaves. I'm just reading it for those who don't have the, y'all not reading it on your device. Check this out. If a father dies and leaves an inheritance, the child is not better than slaves. Watch this. Until, what it say? Until they grow up. That's what the Bible says. That's what it says. It says, even though they are at, they act, even though they actually own everything the father had, they cannot attain it until they grow up. They had to obey their guardians until they reach whatever age their father has set. And that is the way it is with us before Christ came. We are like children. We were slaves to the basic spiritual principles of the world. So let me just get that concept, y'all. That's, that's a good one right there. That's a real good one. The father has left us an inheritance. The reason why I'm preaching grow, grow up, come out of that, that is there's an inheritance on the line. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not just saying stop, y'all getting on people's nerves, grow up. You're irritating. I'm not talking about irritation. I'm talking about inheritance. And there is an inheritance dangling in front of you that you cannot reach because you have not grew to the level of it. So if you are waiting on a blessing or what God has for you, you need to grow into it. Do not miss the Father's inheritance remaining immature, remaining foolish, re okay, remaining childish. The child is the same as a slave until they grow up. Whoa. Not even until they stop sinning. Uh-oh. You, you understand what I'm saying? So, so I don't want you to religiously stop smoking, stop it, and you ain't maturing. You, when you mature, certain things will no longer serve you. We'll, God will deal with the sin. We ain't worrying about churches that's come here and just talk sin, 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 sin. So now you have a lot of immature, obedient people. So you do what God said, but you get an attitude quick, and you ain't got no peace in your home, and you confuse. I don't want you to do what I say. I want you to be who I am. And in order for you to be like me, you got to. Can y'all help me? Here's my birthday. Scream, grow up. We're missing too much. Remaining childish. Your next level ain't through training. It ain't through YouTube. It ain't through. No, it's growing up. Yes. Yes. I'm going to keep talking. Check this out. It's, he was saying, the, the scripture keeps saying, you ain't got to read it. But if you get a chance, you should just read all of Galatians 4. It's just good. Right? But it's, he's talking about we were slaves to the law until Jesus came. Until Jesus came. Until Jesus came. Until Jesus came. Somebody say, thank God for Jesus. Okay. And, and now we are heirs and joint heirs with Christ. Now we can call him father. So now you go from master to father. That's another story altogether. And here it is. Verse 28 and 30 says, and you, dear brothers and sisters, are children of the promise. Say, I'm a child of the promise. Just like Isaac, but you are now being persecuted by those who want you to keep the law just as Ishmael. So you're like Isaac. You were born as a child of the promise, but you're getting persecuted and mocked and talked about. And, and you know, uh, uh, and trouble is coming from the, the other child. So it says, uh, 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 it, says, it says Abraham had a child by a bond woman and he had a child by a free woman. Okay, uh, am I too deep on y'all? Okay, so Abraham had a child by a, 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 a bond woman. His name is Ishmael. Then he had a child of the promise, what God was talking about, named Isaac. Right. He said, we are children of the promise. You are like Isaac. But that other child, 
keeps nagging you. That other child keeps, keeps persecuting you because you're a new creature. You're the chosen one. It says, what does the Bible say? This is what it says. I love it. It says, what do the scriptures say about that? Get rid of the slave and her son. <laughs> For the slave woman will not share the inheritance of a free woman's son. So the old you and the new you can't share the promise. There's a promise right there waiting on y'all. Whatever it is, spouse, business, a peace, joy, a, whatever it is, it's waiting right for you. But it's not meant for two. It's not meant for two versions of you. It's not a bipolar blessing. Inherit the promise. Look at your neighbor and say, which one going to get it? Which one? Which one going to get that promise? I have been living beneath the promise long enough. I have been be living beneath privilege long enough. It's time to walk in inheritance. Wherever you are, wherever you go, whatever you touch, it's anointed to grow. You are the seed. By faith, receive. The blessing of Abraham. The blessing of Abraham. Wherever you are, wherever you go, live. Whatever you touch, it's anointed to grow. You are the seed. By faith, receive the blessing of Abraham. The blessing of Abraham. You are, you are the seed. By faith receive the blessing of Abraham. Y'all got an inheritance waiting right in front of you. You are the seed. By faith receive the blessing of Abraham. The blessing of Abraham. Receive it. You have to grow to receive it, though. Receiving is not just accepting it. Receiving a promise is becoming the person eligible to handle it. When you receive the promise of God, you become the person that is eligible to handle it. When you receive a word of God, you become a new creature. You become the one that's able to carry it. So let's talk about a few things again on my little list of things that I believe is childish that God is working on me with that I'm going to share with y'all. It might work out. We'll see what happens. You can just look at a child. Where the children at in here? Adults raising their hand. No, I'm talking about five. Five-year-old, any five-year-olds in here? Six. Number of men. Six-year-olds? You five? I ain't gonna talk about you. I ain't gonna talk about nobody. Let me just say, let me just say how I was when I was that age. Things you should put away. Being easily offended. Oh, let's go. Y'all ready? Childish. Childish. That's a child. <laughs> Childish, easily offended. Everything said against you, your ways, your thoughts, your words is just how could you? And you, the six year old. Understanding you don't know everything will be the best gift you have for the rest of your life. Understanding I don't know everything. Everybody say, I don't know everything. As smart as I is, I don't know everything. That'll be one of your greatest blessings to understand in life. So here's how I deal with offense, and I deal with it a lot. My little pride, that, that, that little pride that's in, I ain't going to say my little, because it ain't mine. That pride that's in me, and I don't mean pride like arrogance, like I'm the man, you know what I'm saying? But like pride like, pride like, I, you know, uh, I'm never wrong. Just because you meant well don't mean you did right. Oh, that's a message. And you got to be willing to bite and eat the fact that I might have had the right heart the wrong way. 
You, you understand what I'm saying? So uh, offense is, 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 is a tricky thing. It can be childish. So here's how I say it. Let's say you're, you're offended by something, right? Before I approach what offended me, this is what I try to do. I try, as the Bible says, to, to get rid of the plank that's in my eye. That's what the Bible says. That's what the Bible says. If you see something in your neighbor's eye, right? Cause, cause, so I see something in your, you wrong. That's what I see. Right? Before I tell you you wrong, I, I look at the, 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 the plank that's in my eye. I get rid of the plank that's in my eye. Then the Bible says, then you can see clearly the speck. We're making boards out of specks. We're making walls out of specks. You're making baseball bats out of specks. Because you're dealing with so much. I would not have been that offended had I not been dealing with so much within myself. Y'all not ready this morning. You understand what I'm saying? So before I huff, puff, and blow your house down, let me do a little introspection real quick, a little, a little what's up with me. First of all, why you get that mad? Nobody wants to hear this. Y'all shouldn't have came. I should have had a party and not a service for my birthday. Why you get that, that mad? And most of us get mad from non-enemies. Non, not enemies. We all quick to say my. No, your friends hurt you more than somebody you know hates you. Come on, y'all. You get offended more by those closest to you. Why? Have they not yet established love with you? I could be acting a fool today, but I gave you five years of, 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 is anything in me worth a moment of wrong? So I deal with me first. Ty, what's going on with you? Da, da, da. I, I, I try to be honest with me. And that's another thing. Man, I got to get out. Tim, I was never taught to be honest with myself. You know what I was taught? That ain't God. So some of us got to go back to our childhood and be like, buddy, I'm sorry nobody listened to you. I'm so sorry everybody ignored you. I'm sorry they told you to praise it off, shout it off, speak in tongues in it off. I'm sorry they Some of us got to go back to childhood and reconcile with that you. I'm sorry I ignored you and just started praising God because they told you to. This is my story. I told you I'm telling you all mine. You can tell me yours later if you want. If I had a real moment, if I was mad, or if I was pissed, or if I was lustful, if I was anything, that ain't God. Don't do that. Okay, so no, that's the, so now I'm just wrong. I never was, had a chance to be honest with myself. Like, yo, I really feel this thing. Why do I feel it? Now I'll put Jesus on that, and he'll help you out of it. But I need to know who Ty is. Because you got to worship him in spirit. You got to be honest. You got to be real. You got to be true. So I deal with me first. Before I, that offense, before I even respond to that text, it's like, oh, oh that's how you feel. Okay, you're going to say that. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, no, no, all right, all right. Hold on tight, chill out, chill out. So what, you the pastor. So what, you the artist. What's an artist anyway? Artist ain't in the Bible. So that don't mean nothing that you some gospel, some artist. That don't mean nothing. So what, you a pastor. That don't give you, okay, you, okay. So relax. Don't come from the fact that who do he think he is? I'm the, you're not on top. You're chilling. You're a humble servant, so you're not on top, Ty. Forget that. They don't have to honor you for you to be who you are. So fine. Chill. This is me talking to me. Before I respond to the text. Because if I respond in the heat of my fury. All right. You got to understand, when you're on top, you can do more damage than the one that's under you. When you're called and you're chosen, you got to be careful even in friendships. Because even friends think you're on the same level. But you're not on the same level. So if you respond like them, you can do more damage than they can do to you. Tell your neighbor, be careful how you handle me. That's all. Just be careful how you handle me. You might not know the fullness of who I am. You might not fully get who I am. Just because I can come low and chill what you don't mean. 
way I deal with me. I try to deal with me all the time. And just because you got to be honest with yourself and get the crap out of your life doesn't mean that the situation does not need to be addressed. I didn't say deal with you so they can get away with. The Bible don't even say that. It says get the plank out of your eye so you can see clearly the speck that's in theirs. Because you still got to deal with the speck. Y'all quiet today. I'm still going to respond. I'm still going to tell you that ain't right. But from a place of love. Lowly love. Low. Jesus was like, Jesus said, why y'all coming to me? You know the law. If she sinned, stone her. But, but I, I just suggest whoever don't have no sin at all, y'all throw that first. Go ahead. Throw that joint first. I'm not telling you not to get them. I'm not telling you not to clap back. I'm not telling you not to make sure they know that they was wrong. But do it from the, rock, from the sound of the rocks hitting the ground. That's what I'm saying. Do it after your rock is on the floor. And this church is quiet like we're not on the rock, but it's okay. I know this ain't the easiest thing to swallow. Still respond, but from the place of your rocks is on the ground. Nobody wants this. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, that's still God's child you're addressing. And I don't care if a teacher called my house and my daughter was dead wrong. Don't you talk to her like that. She ain't yours. Y'all, I don't care if my daughter was wrong. And don't, don't do nothing stupid. I'm just saying. We can deal with the fact that she was wrong later. You ain't going to talk to her like that. Now, if I'm a natural father that feels that way, how much more a heavenly father? Yes, you don't like him. Yes, it's your superintendent. It's your whatever. It's your boss or whatever. But that's God's child. Watch how you talk to my child. Yeah, they bad. Yeah, they rebellious. Yeah, they ignorant. Yeah, they foolish. Yeah, they perverted. Yeah, they, but they mine. You don't get to talk to mine like they're yours. then I'll go home and I'll probably wear her out more than the teacher. But that's God in the person. Offense. Need to put it away. Being easily offended. Are y'all ready for anything else on this list? Because I don't know. If we... I won't be easily offended. That's, that means I'm just forever open. I could be having a great day, bro. If somebody say one thing to throw me off, I'm off. That's too much control over me. I was having a good day. You said something threw me off. How you throw me? How you matrix me that quick? Don't let nobody matrix you. Stand still. Well, see the salvation of the Lord. All right. We got this. I'm going to be steadfast, unmovable. You got to stand like you got this. Don't be throwing off your game like that. That's too easy. You are too easily to control. Watch me make her mad. Watch me make him mad. Watch I get in the, I'm going to say something that's going to stay in your head the rest of the service. Watch me. That's too easy. She knew that was going to be. Why would she say that right before I hit the stage? She knew. You're right. She knew. How are you going to respond though? Why is she right? That's the question. Not that she knew. Why is she right? She's still right. You still know how to hurt me. You still know how to. I got to grow out of this thing. Yes, sir. <laughs> that way, people who have ill intentions for you will not succeed. They're doing things on purpose, knowing that when I do this, no, nope, you ain't going to get the response you thought you was. I'm still. You ain't going to get the response you thought you was going to get. I'm still smiling. You wait for me to walk through the door because you know I'm going to be frowning. And I'm coming in like this, skipping like I'm good. How you feeling? All right, this is the next one. I said it already, but self-examination. Inevitably, inevitably, yep, that's what I'm saying. Inevitably, I'm saying self-examination is a sign of maturity. Self-examination is a sign of maturity. Self-examination. Hold on, I, I, I notice I don't match. <laughs> Children just go outside. Where we? You immature. You ain't even examine yourself. Your drawers is on the outside of your shirt right here. 
the buttons are crossed right here. You got Cheetos in your teeth right here. You didn't examine yourself. Examine yourself. Take me. What's up with me? Where am I not right at? Because I'm not right, and I'm not good. Everybody say, I'm not right. I'm not good. Now, how does your heart feel when you said that? Just, just ask yourself right now, like, wait a minute, I am good. Whatever is fighting that is the liar of your life. <laughs> you can do good through Christ, but you are not good. You can do right through the righteousness which is Christ, but you are not right. And when you understand that, that spiritual growth is amazing. But when you think you're right and you think you're good, you're easily offended because how could you say, I'm right? No, you're not always right. This is my meditation, y'all. I'm sorry to bring you on my, where I'm at in life, but next time I do Victory Belongs to You next week. <laughs> be, be understanding and not dismissive. This is what he's telling me, Tim. I'm just sharing. When it comes to others and yourself. You, you, there was a time, y'all, I wanted to be light-skinned so bad. I'm, I'm, it's my birthday service. It's my birthday service. This is my birthday service. This is my birthday service. <laughs> I was hanging around this family. Y'all know them. They're called the Nelsons. Jonathan and Jason Nelson, whatever. I was hanging around them so much. They was a little lighter than me. They got all the girls. So I was like, how much would it cost to change my last name to Nelson? I asked them. I asked my dad. He didn't enjoy that question at all. <laughs> but that wasn't going to make me no lighter. I was dismissing the truth that, bro, you dark. And when you're not understanding with yourself and you're dismissive, you go forward in a lie. Just because you don't like a certain thing about yourself, don't dismiss it. You quickly overlook it because you don't want to be, I don't like it, I don't like it. No, this is me right now. I'm lazy. Oh, man, I am lazy. I don't feel like doing nothing. Oh, shoot, that's me. I have become the lazy boy. You got to understand that. I didn't say stay there. You can accept without agreeing. I accept that I'm lazy, but I don't agree with that lifestyle. But before you don't agree, accept. All right, that's Ty. That's not y'all, you know what I'm saying? And this is kind of dual. This is kind of what I heard for Liv and for myself. A sign that you're growing is when you're able to commit. Commitment is a sign of maturity. Oh, this is going to get good. I feel chills on my right bicep near the shoulder. You know you're growing when you can commit. My question to you is what slash who are you committed to? Most of us are committed to a certain version of ourselves, so we do any and everything to sustain it and support it. All right, if I'm lazy, I'm going to get a microwave right by my couch. Recliner, fridge. Yes, because <laughs> I'm committed to me in this version of me. So I have supporting, I have a supporting cast in this lazy movie. Because I'm committed to me. So to be committed, to be committed means it's a, it's a sign of growth. Growth. It's childish to only do what you feel like doing. Are y'all with me? You can't commit if you always have to do what you feel. Because you're not always gonna feel married. You're not always gonna feel saved. You're not always going to feel like a CEO. You're not always going to feel like a friend. You're not always going to feel like a teacher. You're not always going to feel like, you're not always going to feel like it. So you got to learn to commit to, I got to get out of this, something. 
You feel me? Commitment means continuing to do the right things without seeing immediate results. Did y'all hear what I just said? I'm, I'm studying stuff and writing it down. It, it's for y'all. You understand? So please take everything I'm saying. Please. I'm really, I, my heart is to help you guys. Literally. All right? So take this to heart. And I know y'all listening. You ain't got to shout back everything. I got to learn that. It's just because you. Amen! I'm, I got it. You ain't got to shout back. Commitment means I continue to do the right thing without seeing the results. Without immediately seeing the results. Can you do a thing consistently without seeing immediate results? Commitment. Commitment exposes value. Now I know what's valuable to you by what you commit to. If you always got your hair done, oh, you committed, that's valuable to her. Because she committed every week. She up in that chair talking about, girl, just give me. <laughs> I know you committed to them nails every week. Just a refill. Just give me a re I know you committed and you va that's valuable to you. Them nails is valuable. Did you hear what I said? But it's a shame when people are not as valuable as the nails. You can't commit to a friendship because, ah, they don't do it your way, but you ain't missing that nail appointment. So your values are exposed by what you commit to. Oh. Somebody say, keep it valuable. Here's how you keep it valuable. I'm, I'm, this is me again. Then I'm going to let y'all go. I'm going to stop saying that. I'm just going to enjoy myself. Things you commit to, you have the responsibility of, like, keeping it fresh and keeping it valuable. Right? When you first commit to it, whoa, yeah, I'm going to. So, so to, keep it, <laughs> to keep it valuable, you're going to have to keep that before you. Like, God said, bring the camera close, son. Thank you so much. Get, get a little closer, please. God said, I'm taking you out of Egypt into a land that flows with milk and honey. You're coming out of the cursed land into the promised land. Jeez, God never said anything about the wilderness. Can y'all come on, please? Because in order for you to remain committed, you cannot focus on the negatives. As long as you focus on the negatives, the thing will lose value. If all you hate is how your wife do this and how your husband do this and how, if all you do is think about she get on my nerves, she going to do it again, he get on my nerves, he going to lose value and it's going to make you less committed. If all you see is the negatives that live, oh my God, we ain't got the, you're gonna, it's going to lose value and you'll be less committed. But tell your neighbor, keep it fresh. I like the lights in here. This is the spirit. Focus on what's good. What's going to make me stay committed? Where's the supporting cast for the committed? Y'all ain't in here today. Where y'all at? Where is the thoughts that support it? Where is the behavior that support it? Where is the actions that support my energy towards it. That strengthens the value of it. Keep it valuable. Keep your wife valuable. Keep your husband valuable in your sight. Yes. Man, all right. You, keep your friends valuable if you, if, you, if you need to keep them valuable. In your sight. Yes. You ain't going to commit to nothing that you don't see value in. Learned that from my wife. She got that on her retreat, so I stole that point from her. The whole committed thing was from Pastor Tay. I wanted to share that with you all. We talk all the time. Because of the dangers of abandonment. This is her class, not mine. But I said, let me share it with her. Let me, let me share this with her. If someone feels like you weren't there for them, when they needed you, and I ain't even, you can talk about that today, because you're 20, 30, but even when you three, that sense of abandonment will be like, why are they not here? What did 
I do wrong? Here's the dangers of abandonment. This is the danger I'm talking about. Parents, if you stay committed to your kids, stay committed, because this is what I'm talking about will happen, right? What did I do wrong? And then they'll begin to shame themselves and that it's me. It must be something wrong with me. Now I don't like me because I make them leave. So because we don't understand commitment, we leave friends, spouses, especially children, open to the dangers of abandonment. Where you begin to view yourself in shame and worthless and of no value. And then you're down. And now that you're in that little place, you're open to any and every, anything the devil, alcohol addiction, drug addiction, anything. Prostitute, you're open to anything once you do not value yourself. But people being committed to you helps you with your personal value. Can you rock with me when I'm off? Do I have to? I, I got to be on all the time for you to be cool with me? Whoa, I ain't that perfect. Per- Can anybody just be, just love me? Because I might mac- I might fall off the stage. I might, well, can any, do I have that great space? So nobody's going to commit to me. I don't even mean just a ring. I mean friendships. I mean, you, you're not going to commit. So I, that's too much pressure on any human person. So my charge to you is to commit to things and people who have value to you. Amen. All right, I ain't done. Here we go. All right, all right, all right. Here's another one of the childish things. You, you know you're growing. All right, thank you so much. I got two more. You know you're growing. When you have discipline, and that's all I really need to say about that. Y'all got that. (laughs) When you understand that all things are lawful, I can do it all, but everything is not necessary or expedient. Knowing that space, that line, that drawing that line of demon, knowing that all things are lawful, but everything is not needed right now. From I can slap him in the face, so that's not needed right now. So I can, whatever it is, you know you've grown when you know the difference between lawful and necessary. You know you've grown when you know just because I can do it don't mean I should do it right now. Jesus could have called angels to come get him. <laughs> he said, no, nah, that, ain't, that, ain't, that, ain't, that, ain't, that ain't it. I got to go through this. So understanding was that discipline, that discipline, that discipline. It's a sign. I ain't going to stay on that too long. Discipline is a sign that you're growing. The Bible says in Proverbs 12, 1, it says, this is the New Living Translation. It says, to learn, you must love discipline. Let me, let me say that again. Let me back up right here because I took a step forward and y'all probably missed it. In order to learn, you must love discipline. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Did you hear that? In order to learn, you must love discipline. Mm. And it says, it didn't stop there. It says, it is, it is stupid. This is new living. Thank you. I, I love you. Come back next week, please. In order to learn, you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. That's what it says. So you know you've grown by how you receive correction. And by how you give, correction. And by how you observe, correction. Let me talk about this for a minute. Correction, correction, correction. First of all, you can't learn without discipline. That's why discipline is important. So you can continue to keep your mind fresh. You cannot be foolish. You cannot keep your mind fresh by being disciplined. Disciplined. Boundaries for yourself when nobody else is. Hey, we all going out. I'm not. Hey, we all, I'm not. Personal disciplines unlocks knowledge, and you learn, unlocks wisdom. Are y'all hearing me? A man without restraints is like a, a, a city without walls. No protection. So discipline, boundaries, gives you space for wisdom. I'm trying to, this is, okay? So it's not just prayer that gives you wisdom. That's what I'm trying to help, y'all. I'm trying to help. I'm praying, but I'm still, I don't know. 
I'm fasting, but uh, well, fasting is good. That's good discipline. I, I take that back. But I'm praying. <laughs> it ain't just prayer and praise. Discipline. Ooh, unlocks wisdom. Ooh, sick of doing the same dumb things. Sick of thinking the same dumb. You might need to establish other disciplines, not prayer schedules only. Refrain. I don't have to. Oh, let's talk about it. Y'all ready? <laughs> uh, how, so how you receive correction, that's a sign of maturity, right? I just talked about offense, business, all that stuff, so I ain't going to get into all that. And I'm sure it'll come up again as we go. How we give correction is a sign of maturity. That's big. But watch this, yo. I say, yo, excuse me. Behold, people of God. <laughs> Behold, all you children of the most high God. Behold. Correct. Look, look, watch this. Giving correction is just, it should be just that. Giving correction. Like I just said, you don't focus on the negatives. A lot of times when we correct, we say everything that's wrong. But that's not correct. Shun. When you discipline your kids, tell them what's correct and not only what they've done wrong. Y'all, I'm about to dance all by myself. Because all you see is what's wrong because you know what's correct. So don't harbor too much on what's wrong. Because then they'll begin to view themselves as the wrong one. That's shame language, we call it. So now just, son, okay, that's I understand that. We don't want to do that, man. As a child of God, this is what we do, son. I want you to, what's correct have you ever been corrected and, never, and was never told what was correct? Yes. That was half my life. That's why I grew up like, I guess this is right. I don't know what to do because they just said don't. All I heard was don't, 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 stop, no, sinners, hell, fire, brimstone. Well, what's correct? Jesus did not come to stop us. No, 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 no. Je Jesus did not come for the thou shall not. He came and said, now I can do all things. Now take up your bed. He came to tell us what we can do. Yes. So now when you're correcting somebody, even a friend, don't just, because, because you're hurt or disappointed, you really want to express from that place. So you just want to, whoa, you had a sunny day. Something happened, that darkness came, you're just going to keep the darkness here now. You don't have to. Like, hey, babe, that made, me, that made me a little confused when you didn't wash the dishes and I asked you to wash the dishes. What you should do is as soon as, you, as, soon as I say it, just wash, wash the dishes. Yeah, damn, but I know later on y'all going to eat some more and, and, and there's going to be more dishes in there. So I just said, I, and I fell asleep. I got you, baby, but then I woke up and said she didn't obey me. So what I would do is, that's... Y'all looking like y'all looking at a Tyler Perry play. Am I, am I a good actor? Thank you very much. <laughs> tickets next week for church. Tickets for church. Selling tickets for church next week. Church tickets. <laughs> Correction. What's correct? Not what are you mad about? Not just why are you upset? What's right? Even with God, his goodness leads to repentance. My wife gave me that scripture. His goodness leads to repentance. I thought God was the big lightning bolt. If you do wrong, boom. So as you do wrong, boom. I broke my ankle because I sinned last week. I know that's why it happened. We quick to <laughs> judge ourselves. If something bad happened, it's because I, because you read what you sow. So, uh, so if you read what you saw on the bad, you should be expecting that same thing on the good. Tom, uh, his goodness leads to repentance. God is so good to us, it, makes, it just makes you change. <laughs> that's what marriage is. You meet somebody that's so good to you, just change your ways a little bit. Look at all these question marks. That's what marriage is? <laughs> I thought now I got somebody to cook for me. That ain't marriage. Oh, my bad. Okay. 
<laughs> we talk about that next month. Heavy love next month. Heavy love next month. Here we go, y'all. Here's the last thing. That is a huge sign, and I move quickly through this because each of those points is really a sermon by themselves. Like discipline is a whole Sunday service, you know. Dealing with offense is a whole thing by itself. All of these things are like sermons in and of themselves, but I'm just moving it quickly. Because y'all go to the scripture for me if you got your Bibles, man, or your phones, excuse me. Psalm 131, you can play my bro. Verse 2. Psalm 131, verse 2. Now I'm reading from two, I'm going to read from two verses, so it might sound a little differently than yours, but check it out. It says, surely, this, this is what it says in mine. Surely I have quieted myself as a child that is weaned off of his mother. It says, I am resting, I, I'm, 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 I'm your resting child and my soul is content in you. He said, I quieted myself. That's all I want to say. I have quieted myself. I quieted myself. Like a child that's weaned off his mother's breast. I quieted myself. Sign of growth is when you can quiet yourself. You can be quiet outwardly, but you know you grown when you quiet yourself. When you're not disturbed, when let not your heart be troubled. You know you grow when you can, up, oh, chill, chill, Aaron, chill, Aaron, chill. God said, we trust God, da, 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 da. When you can quiet your, you're going to need that. You're going to need to learn how to quiet yourself as a child weaned off its mother's breast. That, that weaning process is, 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 a, is a bit much. Because all you know is the closeness, intimacy, taste of you and your mother having this moment. That's all you know. You just got out the womb. Now she decides it's time for something different. Didn't ask you, didn't talk to you, didn't have a meeting with you. You still one and a half years old. I'm still one and I'm expecting to eat the way I've always been eating. You're changing the system? God reserves the right to change the system. That's why the pandemic happened. God reserves the right to change any system because he's above them all. I felt that in my spirit. He's above every system and his kingdom will have an everlasting reign. Somebody shout hallelujah for that. Come on, y'all. I'm almost done. Shout hallelujah for that. He can flip any system because he's above them all. You ain't got to go to the doctors. He can heal you right now. You ain't got to go to the normal patterns. He can do it for you right now. You ain't got to go to counseling to have He can give you joy right now. He's above every system. So when he decides to change it, oh, the baby going to cry. What you doing? What's this? I don't want no bottle. What is this? All I know is attitude. All I know is being hurt by my aunts and my mom and what is this peace? What, I got to go from that to joy? I got, I got to go to a whole other system? The weaning process, depending on the wants of the child, could be very strenuous. But the Bible says, just like a child weaned off, I quiet myself. I might want it, but nah. I learned, because you ain't going to keep telling me, no, no, Johnny, no, no, Johnny, no, no, Johnny, no. no. After a while, I'm going to be like, let me quiet myself. Let me change what I want. Sign of growth. Let me get y'all out of here. He said, my soul is resting and I am content in you. I could not wait to get here and it's not even a hard point. You know you grown. You know you grown and you good. I don't have everything I want, but I quieted myself. I'm content. I might want to eat that way like I've always been, mama, but I, I'm content. I don't have food the way I want it, but I got food. 
You understand what I'm saying? I don't have provision my way, but I got provision. I'm still talking about the baby and the, and the... I would love to eat the way I've been eating. I got comfortable with that. That's why you got five-year-olds still on their mother's breast. They both walking. It's like this. It's, it's both walking. Like, come on, hurry up. You're almost at the store. <laughs> That's how we look stuck on old ways and old patterns. So while we laugh at that, we might be that in some space. When I'm weaned off, I don't have to have it my way. I'm just glad to have it anyway. I'm good. It don't have to be my way. Any way you bless me. Come on, anybody with me? I'll be satisfied. Ooh, hallelujah. Contentment is a gem. Contentment is a major key. And you'll understand that more and more as we grow as a society. Because one of the biggest temptations that they will begin to dangle in front of us is social equity. Social equity. You're going to keep scrolling. Oh, I want that. You're going to keep scrolling. I want that. You're going to keep scrolling. Oh, they got that. You're going to keep looking stuff up. Oh, they got that. <laughs> and that social status will mean more than physical dollars in a minute. They're already switching it over in the metaverse and all that. People buying land in metaverse. Because <laughs> the social value will increase more than even physical. But when you're content, I don't fall for the trap of metaverse or keeping up with it. When I'm content, I escape ambitions. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? When I'm content, I escape stress. And why don't I, 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 I I'm saved from entitlement. Come on, y'all. When I'm content, I'm rescued from, I should have by now. Stop tapping your foot saying, I should have this by now, and just be content. Quiet yourself. God ain't forgot about you. Live, I said, God has not forgotten about you. If his eye is on the sparrow, if he watches over every sparrow, how much more does he love you? Everybody stand. Yeah. I'm content. I am content. Paul said, oh, he said, oh, God, oh, God, oh, oh, I see, the, I see the same thing now. I see the child being weaned off the mother's breast, and I see Paul now. He said, whatever state I'm in, I've learned. He wasn't content. He learned it through not getting what he wanted. He had to learn it through not getting things how he wanted it. Again, he's writing this from jail. He couldn't have wanted to be in jail. But he learned contentment through processing through things that didn't go his way. How are you going to process things that don't go your way? That's a sign of growth and maturity. Be content. And Paul said, and listen, y'all. Everything I'm telling y'all, discipline, da -da -da, commitment. I'm not telling you to reach down in your own self and do it in your own power. Because the end of that scripture, I've learned to be content. He said, I can do all. <laughs> right after he said, I learned to be content, he said, I could do that. I could be up. I could be down. I could be on. I could be off. I could have friends. I could have none. I could be successful. I could not be successful. I can do Live. My question is, commitment, discipline, uh, contentment. What else was it? Yeah, how you receive correction. Can you do that? Can you do that? That's my question to you today. And your answer should be no, <laughs> but through Christ I can. Don't leave here thinking you can do it. You're going to mess up again. Don't leave here like, bet, I got it, bet. So be nice to them and do you're going to miss it again. I can do all things through Christ. So I will be content in every circumstance. You are enough. So I will be, I will be content. 
content. Grow up. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.